0: At Christmas, we celebrate Messiah's coming to earth to redeem us, and we wonder in amazement at His miraculous virgin birth. But why was it essential that Christ be virgin born? And how was that accomplished? Stay tuned. Christ had to be sinless to be able to offer His life as a substitute for us. This is Science, Scripture, and Salvation, a Creation Radio Journal. I'm Chris O'Brien with the Institute for Creation Research. Isaiah 7.14 tells us, Therefore the Lord Himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call His name Immanuel. This Old Testament prophecy was miraculously fulfilled when the Creator Himself started His earthly life as an unborn baby in Mary's womb. What necessitated Christ's coming and His virgin birth? Stay tuned for the next 15 minutes as we discuss... The birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. Dr. John Whitcomb is president of Christian Workman Schools of Theology in Indiana. He says Jesus was born to die for us.
1: What a wonderful message we have at Christmas time, friends, all over the Christian world, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He gave him to die on a cross in our place that our sin might be paid for and that we might have the ability to by God's grace, to enter his eternal heaven.
0: But in order for the Creator to accomplish this, he had to be fully God and fully human.
1: We know that Jesus had to come in such a way as to be able to die. In other words, he had to be a genuine human being, and yet he had to die as a substitute for all men, all sin that's ever been performed or ever will be, and therefore he had to be God. He had to be God and man, two natures, one person. But how did all this happen? Well, the Bible is so clear, it just tells us over and over again that Christ was a 100% human being.
0: An important link in Christ's humanity was his connection to King David.
1: Matthew 1.1 introduces the New Testament by saying, the book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David. Matthew 22, if David called him Lord, Jesus said, how is he his son? Well, he really is, and that's the mystery, and that's the marvel, isn't it, friends? Yes, Luke 1.32 says that he would receive the throne of his father, David. Now, we read, of course, in Romans 1.3 that he was made of the seed of David. According to the flesh, humanly speaking, his human nature came through Mary back to David. And Galatians 4, he was made of a woman. But 2 Timothy 2.8, remember that Jesus Christ of the seed of David was raised from the dead. And Jesus himself says in the last chapter of the Bible, Revelation 22, I am the root and the offspring of David.
0: ICR geophysicist Dr. John Baumgartner explains that although Christ was human, his father was God. Therefore, he did not inherit a sin nature like the rest of us did. Christ had to be sinless to uh, be able to
2: offer his life as a substitute for us for substitutionary atonement to be possible Christ had to be sinless and he therefore had to be free of the sin nature that all the offspring of Adam had and somehow i mean i don't claim to understand it but somehow that had to take place and somehow the fact that he was virgin born did not have a uh, human father it would somewhat suggest that the sin nature somehow is passed from the father. And since everybody has a father, everyone inherits the sin nature. But if Christ did not have this human father, and if that is the explanation, then that allowed him to not inherit
0: from Adam the sin nature. Dr. Whitcomb.
1: Jesus had no human father, but he had a genuine human mother. And you say, well, how could he have had a human mother and be sinless if she had a sin nature, which she did. In fact, Mary praised God as her savior, so she had a sin nature. Well, of course, the answer comes in Luke 135, where God makes it very, very clear. He said to Mary, the Holy Spirit shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore, now watch the connection. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God.
0: Although we understand that Jesus Christ is the creator of everything, ICR President Dr. John Morris tells us that the human body of Christ was a special creation of God the Father, so that not only was he without spot or blemish spiritually, but genetically as well.
3: Every human being today has mutations in their genes. We are blemished. We not only have blemishes on our body but we have blemishes in our genes, and, and certainly the creator of all things would know that this is a blemished individual and unworthy as a sacrifice. In the Old Testament, the sacrificial lamb had to be a lamb without spot and without blemish, but what human being today could be an unblemished sacrifice as Jesus Christ was? God the Father placed in the womb of the Virgin Mary an embryo, a perfect embryo, one without blemish, one without mutations, that we all get day to day. This embryo was without blemish so that that sacrificial lamb would be unblemished, capable of paying the penalty for our sins.
0: As we discuss the virgin birth of Christ, let's consider it from a scientific point of view and see just how miraculous it truly was. Dr. Baumgartner says although God did create certain animals with the ability to reproduce non-sexually, certain rules always apply when parthenogenesis takes place. Well, from
2: a genetic standpoint, virgin birth of a male child is, from a naturalistic point of view, impossible because the way the sex chromosomes work in in living organisms. In uh, vertebrates, the male has an X chromosome and a Y chromosome, and the female has two X chromosomes. There are some lizards, for example, some vertebrates, lizards, that where this process known as parthenogenesis, which is simply the Greek word for virgin birth, does occur. An unfertilized egg can duplicate its chromosomes, so the egg has one set of chromosomes and includes an X chromosome in these lizards and those get duplicated to produce the normal duplicate pair of chromosomes so that the resulting offspring has two X chromosomes and therefore is a female. So when this process of parthenogenesis occurs, at least in vertebrates, it always gives rise to a female offspring Just the reverse is true in insects. In fact, parthenogenesis is fairly common in insects, especially social insects like honeybees and ants. So unfertilized eggs of a bee, honeybee, turn into drones. So in the case of insects, this process of parthenogenesis always gives a male, whereas in vertebrates, it always gives rise to a female. So even if such a thing might happen, apart from some kind of miracle, it would give rise to a female, not a male offspring.
0: Therefore, even scientifically, we can see that the virgin birth of Christ was accomplished by the miraculous hand of God. Dr. Morris.
3: In all of creation, there has never been a virgin birth. We have cloning today, but that's different. That's taking pre-existing individuals and manipulating them to come up with something cloned but you still are cloning even the mutations and the deteriorations jesus body was perfect it was newly created it was exactly what it had to be in order to substitute for your and my sins it was a sufficient sacrifice in that sense but a virgin birth there's no such thing as a virgin birth it can't happen this is impossible scientifically impossible but it did happen That's what makes the birth of Jesus Christ so miraculous, so important, is that the impossible did happen. With God, all things are possible, the angel had told Mary, even a virgin birth.
0: But why was the virgin birth so important? Dr. Baumgartner explains how this event fulfilled prophecy and was given as a sign to the nation of Israel. Genesis 3.15 says and i will put enmity between you and the woman
2: and between your seed and her seed it shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel god is speaking to the serpent here put enmity between you the serpent and the woman and between your seed and her seed this interesting phrase here her seed seed in in most places in the bible refers to the offspring of a male. Rarely, if ever, besides this reference here, is, is there the seed of a woman mentioned. This appears to be an allusion to the fact that the Messiah, the one that would crush the head of the serpent, would be virgin-born, be the seed of a woman. Plus, we have the prophecy in Isaiah 7.14, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and call his name Emmanuel. So there is this prophecy that the one who would be called God with us would be born of a virgin. So that's another reason Christ had to be born of a virgin. There was this specific prophecy. And it was a sign to Israel so that they could recognize who the Messiah was. That was one of the qualifications for the one who would be the Messiah of Israel, that he be
0: born of a virgin. And Dr. Whitcomb says the entire earthly life of Jesus, from his very conception, was supernatural.
1: I think that the reason why the virgin birth is important is because it is a sign It is a magnificent, spectacular sign from God that there's something extremely unique and special about Jesus Christ. In other words, God is going to draw the attention of the whole world to the miraculous way that this Savior came into the earth. He not only died supernaturally under the wrath of God representing all sin, he became sin for us who knew no sin. He rose from the dead supernaturally and he came into the world supernaturally. The beginning and the end of his earthly ministry was absolutely supernatural, and we say thank you, God, for this sign, this visible, spectacular reminder that our Savior is not the mere product of a human generation.
0: Dr. Morris reiterates how the sinless, spotless Savior of the world was pure in every way.
3: The sacrifice had to be perfect. It was perfect in Jesus Christ. And as we place our faith in, in what he's done on the cross, we recognize that that was an unblemished, an untarnished sacrifice that died on the cross. But he died as a substitute for our sins. He died so that we don't have to die. and we can place our faith in that. We can go to God the Father and say, God, please apply Jesus's death, the unblemished Lamb of God please apply that death to my sins. And God responds. He responds with forgiveness and, and restoration and eternal life. The virgin birth is a necessary part of the whole salvation transaction.
0: As our program comes to a close, we hope that you've been encouraged. It's our desire at ICR to show that the Bible can be trusted, both historically and scientifically, and to give facts that will build your faith. As Christians, we need to understand the scientific basis for our beliefs. We pray that this program will aid you in your discovery of science and the Bible. You know, most people aren't aware that today there are thousands of scientists that are convinced of the truth of Biblical creation and not evolution. Our non-denominational ministry aims to restore and strengthen the Genesis foundations of the Christian faith. If you've enjoyed today's edition of Science, Scripture, and Salvation, a Creation Radio Journal, why not visit us on the web to find out more about the work of ICR. The address is www.icr.org. Again, www.icr.org.